Okay, recording, go. Yes, g'day and welcome to The Bar, the official podcast of the UTS Law Student Society. This our fourth episode. I think we now call ourselves Critically Acclaimed. Justin, I think you've said that every episode so far, but I'm looking forward to it again next. Yeah, we certainly receive a lot of criticism, that's for sure. <laughs> um, today we have two very special guests, but before we get to those very special guests, we have a very special co-host, Georgia Dixon. Hello, hello, hello. I'm back again to be plugging as I usually do. I'll get this over and out of the way quickly as possible because we have two very exciting guests, but... What I do need to tell you is sign up for the Buddy Program. Uh, both senior and junior and international student applications have opened. We also have Zoom Yoga coming up this Wednesday, the 22nd of April and Drink and Draw on Thursday, the 23rd. So look forward to another jam-packed week of LSS activities. Justin, that yoga, oh. yoga and Drink and Draw is, is perfectly timed because you... You go to yoga and you kind of lose all your calories and you burn off heaps of weight and then drink and draw, you just sit there with, with wine and beer. <laughs> See that, Yeah, that's why we do both of them together. You can prep yeah. for drink and draw the day before. And it was going to be a fun one with some new skills maybe. I want to leave ISO with some new skills, so maybe it will be drawing. Gee, we, we look after you, the LSS, don't we? <laughs> you certainly <laughs> do. Sure. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sure we could talk by ourselves for half an hour, but uh, people yeah. are listening to this podcast to hear from our two new first-year reps. So uh, last weekend, council met to vote on who we would have as our first-year representatives. Um, a massive thank you to everyone who submitted an application. Uh, it took us about five hours to get through because they were very, very strong. Everyone needed consideration. Uh, but there were two that stood out. Um, one in particular from the uh, female side of the applications, who I'll introduce now. Congratulations to our new first-year rep, Olivia Chen. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Olivia, um, firstly, fantastic application. What have you, uh, how have you been spending isolation? Um, well, I'm just trying to get through my studies. I feel like it's like mid-semester, so like everything's due. Trying to get outside a bit like trying to exercise, like trying some new baking things as well. Because mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. <laughs> what else can you do besides eat? Like, that's like the highlight of my day. Oh, yum. What are you baking? What's what's the best thing you've made? Oh my gosh, last week, well, my first batch, I tried to make chocolate chip cookies last mm -hmm. week. First batch, complete fail. They were like pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disaster. Then I was like, no, I'm trying again. The, the next week I made perfect ones they were so good but like oh my god I think I gained like 10 kilos but like they were definitely worth it I've actually been described as um by some people close to me as one of the worst chefs going around <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely I genuinely burn toast it's it's a real problem um maybe but I am trying to get into it as well maybe we need Olivia to run a cooking class or something online for us we can make I cookies know. ourselves I definitely would it's like the highlight of my whole week. I'm always like trying like different pancakes or like something, but like trying to be on the healthier side now because I'm like, oh god. Well, I can have those chocolate chip cookies all day. Anyway, we also have another person on the podcast. This 
man was voted in on the male side of the first year law reps. He made a killer video and I'm sure has some specific and good talents he's going to tell us about now. Welcome, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Hey, Anthony. So how have you been spending isolation? Stuck at home, obviously. Um, I find it a bit <laughs> distracting with like the non-routine, not like not being in routine. Um, I go for walks every couple of days just to get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just, mm-hmm. just bumming around. The um the walks are actually a good thing to do. I've been I used to be like massively against walks. Like I didn't really see the point of walking around the block to return at your original starting point. But now I kind of do enjoy them now to clear the head, listen to some music. Is that what is that what you do, Anthony, or are you yeah, yeah. walking for exercise? No, okay. just walking just to get out, just to get some fresh yeah. air. Yeah, I've been trying to get outside and do some exercise as well. And I think I've seen more people outside exercising in the last week than I have in the entire last year. Is it the same for you guys? Yeah, yeah. It's the oh, streets God. Are I've seen, like, little kids running around and it's, all, it's at, like, dusk. So usually everyone leaves by then. And so many kids are running around and it's, like, it's crazy. Like, everyone's exercising. Some people have brought their own, like, gym massive weights to the park just to work out i'm like oh my gosh i don't know how you do it i love i love how we've like implemented all this social isolation stuff so everyone just goes and does what they usually did but this time at the park because (laughs) a virus can't spread at a park we're fine all right so anthony and olivia are well and truly in our good books because they did mention before the show that they have been listening to the bar you can see anthony is in front of uh, some sort of Monsters Inc. character and, and toilet paper there. So they've listened to our Zoom tip episode. Now, as avid listeners, you would both know that we have a very traditional question, something that is now nationally recognised. So I'll put it to you first, Anthony. If you were a drink at the bar, what drink best sums you up? You know what, this question, I had to think about it. It took me some good time to think about it. But I'm going to go simple. I'm going to say just vodka with anything. And that's because I think I'm easygoing in any situation and I like to mix with new people and new things. Perfect. Perfect for a first-year rep, that's for sure, because we have plenty of mixes out there in the LSS, yeah. plenty of different mixes, um, but everyone needs a little bit of vodka to mix with everything. Yeah, so Olivia will ask you the same question. If you were a drink the bar, what would you be? I would say I'm a frozen strawberry daiquiri. Have you guys heard of them? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> very specific, but like because it's frozen, I love making smoothies and it has like strawberry, it's like really sweet, but like still has some cheeky rum for like a good time. You know, I'm always up for a good time and it's very tropical because I love the beach. Ooh. And I think it's just like a fun drink to have. It definitely is. Sounds like we're going to have a good time with you on the LSS, Liv. <laughs> they're I'm actually the, those are one of my favorites when i did a trip with some of my friends and we ha- that was our favorite drink to all have together and we call them strawberry dak daks <laughs> where did you go um that was in greece actually oh my gosh to- they're so god Tro- tropical holidays they're like literally the best mm-hmm. and when they're frozen so you're like cooling yeah. down it's like a fun slushy it's fruity as well so a bit healthy yeah. maybe. And, and like it masks some of the like spirit flavor like yeah. sometimes you just want like this fun but you don't want the harshness. So it's like a perfect mix. So we're all at home. We're hanging out with our families and probably enjoying some downtime. 
but I am missing going outside the house and I'm sure you all are as well. If you could go out for a non-essential outing, what would it be? I would definitely say to get like some really good food just to like sit down again and like meet, catch up with friends. I think that's definitely what I missed. What are you going to eat? Um, I really like these acai bowls from Bondi, from the fruitologist. If anyone knows, it's like the most basic <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but as soon as you said acai and Bondi. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But they're like really good. With the peanut butter, they're so good. But literally any food, like. I personally think things are basic for a reason because they're popular. So yeah. I'm not ashamed at all, and you should exactly. be either. Just, just own it. <laughs> and we've got, we have a massive listenership base that have acai bowls at Bondi. Don't worry at all. Don't worry, you'll fit right in with our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> That's for sure. How about you, Anthony? What would you do if you yeah, had one non-essential? I can agree with Olivia. I can just going out with some friends, having some dinner, yeah. just yeah. chilling, having a chat, those sorts mm-hmm. of things, mm-hmm. which we took for granted before. Like, mm-hmm. Now that we can't do it. Yeah, totally. I'm realising everything I took for granted. Are you having an acai bowl at Bondi, Anth, or what are you doing? Uh, (laughs) I love love Japanese food, so that's a Mm. little fact about me. Yum. That's a a good one to love, like fairly good for you. You know, like if you're going to love one cuisine, Japanese isn't isn't a bad one. My one would be like Mexican or Italian. Mm, And that's that's just a good Mexican. Yeah. So, so many good Mexican places around UTS as well. Yeah, we eat yeah, a lot of Mexican. It's so easy as well. And, like, yeah. you can find something for everyone because I've got a few vegan mm. vego friends and so they can always find something as well. It's a good, mm. good mix. Oh, my gosh. Fun fact, I used to be vegan. Like, my whole family went vegan, like, during the end half of my HSC. Like, I really enjoyed it, but we went to Japan and then it was kind of like we had to, <laughs> we had to compromise. <laughs> yeah, Japanese isn't great for vegans, I don't think. I know, it was so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, the ramen and stuff was so good, but, like, mm. literally nothing was vegetarian or vegan. Mm. But What was your favourite vegan thing you were, you would eat? Um, I don't know. We kind of had, like, very similar things. Like, we always had, like, curries kind of every night and, like, kind of stir fry like veggie stir fries mm-hmm. but um i don't know you just like felt better and you're like oh looking after the environment like you're like oh, i'm doing something good but um yeah i kind of i don't know my dad's like a really good cook so he could just like whip up something and my mom was like oh i have to like make breakfast like and like we used to make massive batches of muesli like mm. we, like with all these different things <laughs> it's like vegan muesli we used to have every morning but yeah no it was really good <laughs> I, I have to put my hand up and say that I would not survive at all. Like, there, there's, there's things that are vegan that I don't mind, but I can't remember the last time I went a day without having, like, a piece of meat. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's terrible. I, like, I wouldn't have been able to do it, like, by myself. It was definitely, like, because my whole family did it, it made it so much easier. And we are all yeah. kind of, well, not all of us, but, like, I was at home because the HSC, so, like, not like I was going out like a lot and it's like so much temptation like you kind of just had me mm. at home which is like good but yeah it was hard on my brother he's like a swimmer he like does like swim training in the morning and all his friends would have like bacon egg rolls from the canteen then he would just have his like homemade muesli it was so funny he would just die that's, that's extreme dedication 
Yeah, my mom said that if I ever went vego or vegan, we'd have to move out. I'm sure she was joking, <laughs> <laughs> but also half not joking. <laughs> Gee, what about you? It's where good. would where would you go for your one non-essential? Um, with the weather that it is today, probably the beach. I really, really <clears throat> like going to the beach, um, spending all day there, and then topping it off with like fish and chips sitting at the beach, watching the sunset um, with a couple of mates. I think that's what I'd be doing. I mm. like going outside and that sort of thing. But what my friends really, why they don't like doing this with me or actually why they think I'm a bit of a weirdo is because I really, really, really like tomato sauce. And so <laughs> I don't know if you've, you know, been to many fish and chip shops along the northern beaches, but you know how you have to pay for tomato sauce? So yeah. So if I could get rid of a, like make a new law, I would make it that you can't charge people for tomato sauce. So what I do, because I like to use a lot of tomato sauce is I take my bottle with me. (laughs) So I've usually got some tomato sauce in the car as well. Oh my God. That's so funny. Always good to see that in this time of global pandemics and bushfires, G is just tackling the big issues of charging (laughs) for tomato sauce. (laughs) Real, Look, real priority. Someone's got to fight the good fight. I have to agree, though. Like, I think as much as I am craving some good food, I'd, I'd have to just get out to the beach or to a sporting event or something. Just one. Not, not that a sporting event would be allowed, but hypothetically, if it was, I think that would satisfy my craving for the next like month or so, and then I could get back into isolation. What, what are you, event are you going to? Well, it this... depends what time of year it is. Around this time, I'd be at, I'd be at a rugby league game, like once a week that that's just me who do you go for justin oh this this will divide opinion (laughs) i'm a dragons fan just because of where i'm from but um i don't say that with much pride anymore i used to but um but no they're they're rubbish (laughs) to put it lightly you're gonna have to go with your rivals the bulldogs over here yeah (laughs) are you a dogs fan yeah yeah (laughs) Well, yeah, you haven't, haven't, haven't had it all your way, though. No. Anyway, anyway, next question. Um, this is a bit of a strange one. I had quite a bit of fun this morning in preparation for this Googling random interview questions. Um, but it's not going to be what's your greatest strength or your greatest weakness. This question is, how would you fit an elephant into a refrigerator? Wow. I've never been asked that one before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised you've never come across it. It's it's uh, very very popular. No, I was asked before the show, and it took me a little while. I had to get creative. So there's no right or wrong answer. We can workshop it together. I had a Does yeah. it morbid of me to say like you would like cut it up. Was that like or is it meant to yeah. be like alive? Looks like a walk-in refrigerator. You can go in there. True. Oh yeah. What if it wasn't a working refrigerator and you took the door off and then you like put it on the back of the elephant and then it like walked around? We don't have to kill it. Is, is that putting is that putting the elephant in the refrigerator or is that putting the refrigerator on an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, I've got a new suggestion. So what if you again we're cutting the door off or you just open the door and you put it on the ground, but it's like a long refrigerator and then the elephant stands in it. So then it's in the refrigerator, but it's not chopped up with the door closed. Could that work? The principle is there. 
Like it's in the, it's in the refrigerator. You'll, you'll have to consult with, with whoever made the rules of the game. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to track them down. It's just meant to be a discussion point, I think. I've got another one. Yeah. Okay. If you were shrunk to the size of a pencil and put in a blender, how would you get out? This one for me is absolutely ridiculous. Like it, this is this is, <laughs> this is where there's almost no creative solution here. I I was thinking. I feel like you wouldn't be able to climb up a blender, or the the little shaker thing. You know, you wouldn't be able to get up that. I think you'd have to make yourself look really unappetising just to make sure you don't get blended. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Any ideas? Um, maybe I'd go through a little hole in the blender if there's one. Mm. Mm. Escape through there. You could you could start tapping like against yeah. the side. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking if you could move, if you could... Okay, so have you seen Pirates... I think it's Pirates of the Caribbean where they're on the boat and they run from side to side to flip yeah. it over? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that was actually unnecessary because what you would do is you would flip side to side, like Liv was saying, yeah. and then could you flip it over? Oh, is that what you meant? Oh, no, that's not what I meant, but I like definitely like that idea better. I reckon that... I like that. It would definitely... You're the size of a pencil. Like, how much do you weigh as, as the size of a pencil? You're going to be able to get this blender over. Well, we haven't specified what pencil is it. Is it a 2B, an HB? <laughs> is it one of those giant ones you get from the Easter show? <laughs> Imagine that, one of those really big ones. Anyway, we've tackled every big issue now on, on the bar. You guys have been elected our first year with law reps. Do you have anything in store what do you have planned? What can first years look forward to? Well, with everything being postponed for now, we hope to do some online activities, like whether that be theme nights like last night or some quizzes or some judged um, competitions, just in the meantime until we get back to on campus. Yeah, um, it's like kind of challenging, like bringing everyone together in like an online environment. But like, I feel like it's a good challenge. Yeah, I was thinking of like a movie night or even like, like another first year drinks, but like online. And then like we can play some kind of game. Like, yeah, like a little study group maybe. Yeah. Has anyone tried the the Zoom drinks? I tried it for the first time the other night. It did, like, it, I don't know. I, it's it's a really good idea, but I feel, I feel like it depends what sort of person you are with a couple of drinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't work particularly well with with people that like to get very quiet when they're when they're a couple in. <laughs> so you have like, everyone by themselves on their time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see how the drink and draw will go. Like mm. I feel like that'd be really fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can't draw I can't spend the best of times. So. I can't draw a stick figure and um <laughs> so we're gonna try our best. It's going to, like, step us through how to draw some new things and anyone can do it from home because everyone has, hopefully, a pencil, not in their blender, but a pencil and some paper and we can do that, hopefully. Fingers crossed. All the events have gone good so far. Now, Olivia, I noticed in your application that you were born in New York around the time where a few important things were happening. Do you want to uh, enlighten us on that experience? Yeah, it kind of turns out to be like quite a dramatic story. But um, yeah, both my parents are from Sydney and they actually, they're both fashion designers and they actually studied at UTS. Um, but yeah, we, they moved over to New York for um, 
for work. And my mom, like, I, my mom got pregnant with me, blessing. <laughs> and then <laughs> it was like, um, yeah, my due date is like December, like 2001. So it was three months before the 9-11. So my parents were actually like working like in their high rise while like the plane crashed into the building and they had like a full-on view of it happening and they saw like the smoke coming down and the wave of ashes and like dust and like all the grit from the building crashing and they said it was an insane time and it was like it was a time where as like New York people are like very like keep to themselves but like during that time the community kind of came together apparently and like everyone was asking each other if it was okay it was very scary because my mom was pregnant as well so she was like oh like breathing in the fumes like what's gonna happen but um yeah everyone kind of came together and it was like they heard like the people like you know rushing out like running through broadway like from to get away from the attack and like um yeah and then okay so yeah that happens and then three months later i was born they wanted to get out of new york but um yeah they couldn't in lockdown so yeah and then i was born like while it was snowing and then like we moved back to Sydney like a few months later. And then if you want to hear the whole story, it's like we moved back to like LA in the bed for a bit. And then, yeah, I went to primary school there and then we moved back to Sydney again, like high school and like, yeah. Sorry, that was really long. <laughs> I'll be honest, when I asked that question, I was expecting you to go, yeah, we were on a holiday in New York and <laughs> we, we moved back before I was born. That is incredible that you essentially witnessed something like that, even if it's... It's yeah. like ever being such a long story, but um, yeah, it was crazy. Like whenever my parents talk about it, like it's very like whoa. But no. So are you, na- are you now in Sydney, like long, long term, or do you still go back and forth quite a bit? Um, no, we're definitely in Sydney for ages. We've been in here for like fourteen years. So oh, okay. yeah, definitely settled yeah. in. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad I asked that question because <laughs> that was a serious story. I know. <laughs> Wow, I can't imagine seeing something like that. That's insane. Uh, well, clearly well-travelled then, Liv. Uh, Anthony, I've heard that you're a twin. Can you yes. tell us a bit about that? I've always wanted to be a twin. Obviously, I can't make that happen. That's a dream that won't come true. How is it? <laughs> We're pretty close, which is good. We have like those, have you heard like those, like those twin powers? Do you actually have twin powers? We actually do, yeah. Like what? Like, we know what each other's thinking. We have the same mole on our, on our arm. <laughs> so, is it um, a boy or a girl, and are you identical or not? I know, it's a boy, and we're not identical. Okay, so we could tell you apart. We're pretty different, like we're two opposites. Okay, is this, is this Anthony we're talking to and not your twin? Definitely? No, it's me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> is he, like, studying, like, similar thing to you? Like, does he, like, like the same kind of stuff as you? He's doing trade, so it'd be different. Like, one at uni, one at TAFE. Oh, yeah, nice. He's more creative. I'm just very unco. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like he can go one of two ways. Like, you can either become essentially the same person or you can be, like so conscious about not becoming the same person that you actually really get into really different things and you kind of enjoy having things that are uniquely you. We go, we play golf on occasion. I haven't been able to do it for a while now just with all these things happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Can you play, could you set up like a putt in the backyard? Yeah, or yeah. you haven't got to that stage of boredom yet? 
No, I haven't gone to that stage. But I've done it before. Have you ever been to um, Aqua Golf at, uh, I think it's around Penrith there? Oh, yeah, I've been there before. It's pretty fun. Really good fun. Really good fun. What's Aqua Golf? Like you shoot the ball into the water. No. Oh, okay. okay. There, there's, not a, there's not a whole lot to it. The name really says it all, to be honest. It sounded like it could be underwater or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> like setting up putt part in like a pool. G's now just taken some notes and she's gone to work on an LSS underwater golf. <laughs> Coming to your own pool next Friday. All you need is a <laughs> yeah. golf club and like a rock. Do golf balls float? I, I think they're made from like a material that, like the disintegrates. Oh, like oh, right. biodegradable ones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Go into the water. Yeah. My mate yeah. has a house at the Hawkesbury and there's like all the houses are on one side of the river and then the other side is all bushland, but there's a huge cliff. And so someone swam over and put a target at the top of the cliff and they um, <laughs> hit golf balls at the target and they disintegrate as well. <laughs> Pretty fun. Love it. Love to hear it. Well, Enjoy. thank you very much to Anthony and Olivia for coming on. It's been fantastic to get to know you guys. I hope that all of our first years listening feel that they know their first year reps well and that they can always reach out to them. They're both very welcoming people. Um, yeah, thanks very much. Can't wait to see what you've got in, in store. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. It was so fun. <laughs> Love being on a okay. podcast. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully this has been a good taste for the LSS and I, from now getting to know you guys, I know that there are great things to come. I've been Georgia. I've been Justin. And see you next time at the bar. Go. Thank you.